Hey, you're listening to Chew on That, and here's what we're chewing on today. We live in a culture that's largely what I would call Bible deficient. And I come by that conclusion in a few different ways. First, because of the sheer number of Bibles that we have given away in this place. Secondly, though, I come to this conclusion because of the general lack of biblical knowledge in our culture, just the basic content, the stories. It wasn't that long ago that the majority of people in our culture had at least a basic working knowledge of scripture. They knew at least some of the stories, but that's just diminishing in our culture. And so we have this culture that is Bible deficient. And so with that in mind, I want to talk to you today about living a life that's built on God's word. Hey, hi, welcome to Chew On That. My name is Keith, and you're joining us for a podcast where we dig deeper into the most recent sermon from the current sermon series happening here at Life Church in Green Bay. This week, we're discussing week one from the sermon series LC Classics. Now, LC Classics really isn't like a standalone uh, sermon series per se, it's kind of a throwback to uh, a handful of sermon series that uh, the staff voted on um, that they just wanted to revisit for for the next four to five weeks. And um, so the first week here, we, uh, we're digging in to the episode or show or sermon from the series, It Is Written. It was week one from the sermon series in 2019, It Is Written. My name again is Keith, and joining me today is my friend Chase Ford. Chase, tell us a little bit about yourself. Ooh, just a little bit. Um, I'm Chase Ford. I'm the owner of CrossFit One Shot in Howard. Um, I've been coming here to Life Church for probably nine years, so it goes back pretty far. Um, I've been on volunteering staff a couple years, and uh, I've actually just started again serving again in the security team, so I'm excited to be here. We are really, really happy to have you here, Chase. Um, so you, you, you run a CrossFit gym, correct? Correct. Uh, what what did you do? How long have you been doing that? That's a that's a good question. How long have you been running your own gym? Um, we've had CrossFit One Shot for just about eight years. Um, it was a passion of mine uh, to get into health and fitness uh, after getting out of the military uh, to kind of subside some of the post traumatic stress disorder stuff that I had. So I was kind of using it as an outlet to uh, make myself better. Wow! Wow! When 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 did you serve in the military? Um, I was in the military 2004 to 2008, um, a year after high school, I did a year of college. Um, and then the war was really kicking off. So then I decided I needed to do something for my country and join the Marine Corps. Wow. Um, that's, I, I know a little bit about your story cause we're friends. We're friends. I mean, I, I I'm guest hosting, you could say, uh, but they definitely said, Hey, who would you like as your guest? Cause it, you know, you're going to be having a conversation with, with, uh, with, with these people. And so I started rattling off some of my friends. So I know, I know a little bit about your backstory. Um, I think that uh, anyone that comes into the building at Life Church, they probably know who you are. I mean, you've been here a long time. Uh, but the, 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 the background, the, the true, like, what you've done as an adult, um, it, it can't be understated. I mean, uh, first and foremost, thank you for serving our country, for def- sure. defending freedom. Um, that's, it's, it's remarkable. That's remarkable. And as a person that medically couldn't serve, uh, my country, um, I, I really have a, a, a high esteem and a high respect for the men and women that, uh, that are, are currently and have been deployed, uh, defending freedom. Um, it's been, a, it's been a, 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 
a, a hectic couple of weeks, I, I guess, per se. Uh, the, fir- the first rule of, of hosting a podcast is you generally don't say things that can date your podcast. Um, but, but currently, right now, uh, it's really bad allergy season, so I might sneeze. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and there's a lot of conflict going on in the other side of the world. And, sure. um, and, and uh, again, uh, the, another rule in hosting a podcast is you generally don't like to speak for a large group of people. Um, but I, I feel confident where I could say that um, from the American people, what, what you did over there um, meant something. Absolutely. It meant something. It, it, you were, you were defending people that couldn't defend themselves and no matter what kind of chaos is happening right now. Um, thank you. It wasn't a waste of time. For it sure. was, it was, it was needed. And, um, and the American people say thank you and respect it. So hats off. Thank man. you. Hats off. Okay. Well let's get cracking into, uh, into this episode, uh, with the first soundbite. are ultimately two ways to communicate with God. There is prayer and there is scripture. Or you could say there is prayer and there is reading the Bible. And here's an oversimplified description of those two things. Prayer is when we talk to God, but scripture or reading the Bible is when God talks to us. And and there are far more people who pray than there are people who read the Bible. Or let me say it like this. There are far more people who talk then there are people who listen. Uh, and it's not even a believer versus non-believer type of thing. My, my pastor, Fulton Buntain, used to say that Jesus people are really good at talking, but we're not very good at listening. So, yeah. So right out of the gate, um, in pastor's message, he, and the general theme of the sermon on Sunday was um, we, we as Christians lack the uh, fundamental basis of, of the Bible these days, right? Um, we, we, we're a generation now that just, that doesn't seem to be leaning on the word first and foremost. And, um, and with that comes prayer. I, I, I had just, uh, I, 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 I was in a very fortunate situation where I was able to um, say the salvation prayer with, with a young person not too long ago. Um, and, and, and she gave her, her life to Jesus. And, uh, afterwards I said, Hey, you're going to start praying now, right? Cause now that you've given your life, you know, it's a, it's a relationship. You know, you gotta speak, you gotta speak to the maker. Right. And I said, do, do you know how to pray? And, and she replied, not really, not really. And that was a little bit of a shock to me. Um, but then again, it wasn't like, I don't know when I learned how to pray. You know, I don't know when. Um, I just kind of feel like I, I've, I could always just instinctively shout to God. And in, and in my youth, I, I, I had a troubled past. But in my youth, it, it was a lot of shouting, right? Um, but the, the, the learning and the balance between prayer, um, and then when I, when I had a, a little bit of relationship, you know, started with, with Jesus, um, I was told, hey, now you have to meditate on these things. And meditation, meditation is like the listening portion, right? Prayer is when you want to talk, when you got, when you got something to say, something to offload. Um, but the meditation is when you're listening for the answer, right? Um, so 
What, what's your take on the prayer and meditation? Yeah. A couple of thoughts on that. Um, I'm a big runner. So I run like ultra marathons. And so I spend a lot of time by myself in the woods. Um, and most recently I've been trying to go on these long runs and ask God to like speak to me during these runs to like teach me something, you know? Um, and I feel like that's the place where I can listen the most because I'm not distracted by my phone. I'm not distracted by my kids running around the house or, you know, busy stuff at the gym or the world's problems on Facebooks and all that stuff. So I try to seclude myself in that atmosphere to try to learn something, you know, so I do my best listening out there um, and really try to take something from that and apply it to my life. Um and prayer to me, like I grew up in um, a Baptist family and my grandfather was a pastor um, and prayer was like, he said prayer every meal and it was very repetitive and robotic. And um, and now that we have kids, I'm trying to like take that prayer, even though it's, I still want to say the same words that I've learned over and over. Um, and now we're trying to make up our own prayers and try to be authentic with it and speak to God. Because I think sometimes people pray but it's just like very, it's such a robotic feel. It's not like a from the heart feel. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I do. It's, so. it's, um, the Bible uh, talks about it frequently that if, if it's just mumbling, just repetitiveness, that, that's not how you do it. Right? right. Um, and though God knows what, what you need prior to you even asking, you gotta be sincere about it. Right. You got to, and, and I love how the Bible even says, sometimes you just got to groan, right? Sometimes the Holy Spirit will just even bless you with a groaning yeah. um, because, because God knows. God knows where you're at. God knows where you're going. God knows the situation through and through. Yeah. Um, for me, the act of prayer is like, it's a humbling portion of it, right? Um, it's been a long time for myself, uh, prayer-wise, that I don't really pray for myself, right? Um, I, I just don't. Um, I, I pray, I pray two to three things every day. Uh, when, as it pertains to me, um, I pray that God keeps me clean and sober. And I pray that God shows me his will for me. And if he sees me fit that day, uh, the power to execute on it. Now the showing me my will, disclosing what, what you, what you have, what your idea is for me, God. Um, and then if you see me fit, sometimes I'm not fit. Like some, God wants me to be to, to bring people to him. He wants me to, to lead. He wants me to be a, a pillar of my family. Um, but there's some days where I, I'm not ready for that, right? There's some days where I'm not in the right state of mind or spirit for that. And so this, that second portion of that prayer is, if you see me fit today, give me the power to execute on it, right? Um, I pray for other people. I mean, I pray, I pray a lot during the day. I, I also pray when I run. I, I, I run a mile six days a week, which... Watching watching your, your Facebook feed is like it's like not even the warm up. Yeah, you're yeah. not even warm. Uh, but me at yeah. the end of my my mile, I'm like, all right, let's get this day going, right? Yeah. Uh, Chase Ford, what you'd like do twenty mile runs here, like easy day, easy. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's that's so that's so amazing. Um, but yeah, so uh, I pray for others, um, and other and people's circumstances and circumstances of our city and our church uh, a lot. Myself, very very little, very little. Um, when I was newer, I guess, to, to the faith, I, I prayed for myself a lot. Give me this, give me that, do that, do that, do that, do that. And it wasn't fruitful, right? Sure. It, for me, it just, it just didn't work. Um, yeah. 
We're not very good at listening to each other. And we're really not very good at listening to God. And the danger in that, the danger is that when we pray and we don't read scripture or we don't read the Bible, we control the conversation. We control the narrative of our lives and our relationship with God becomes very one-sided where, where we feel like we are here to be served rather than when we are here to serve. When we don't have any context of scripture on our lives, we end up forming God in our own image. Well, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a very pointed statement. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, well, I'm, thir- I'm 36 years old um, and it's hard to imagine for some people, but I feel like I'm 90 for all the life stuff that I've been through. <laughs> like I've had military trauma, I've had family trauma, and I just had a litany of stuff that we probably need another podcast to go over. But I feel like the moments in my life where I feel like everything is in sync the most is the times where I'm reading the Bible, I'm praying daily. Um, Sometimes I've done like devotionals with guys here in the church and it seems to be more in sync in those times. Um, You know, attending the men's retreat and things like that. Um, And I know like when things are going awry and I look back and I go, well, I'm not doing my daily devotional. I'm not reading the Bible. I'm not praying. Um, I'm not listening to worship music every day. Like those are the times where I see like things are going into a different direction and I need to like reset, you know? Um, yeah. Um, so as, as like an outside perspective, like, like I know Chase, um, as an outside perspective, he, he, he really comes across as a human being, a man that has his stuff together, right? As a, as a person that you definitely want to surround yourself with, uh, with, with people to model your own. Uh, Jesus journey with Chase is that guy, right? That guy for me. Um, but when you just said that, it takes work, right? Like it's not just like a, it just doesn't fall in your lap. It takes work, right? You gotta. There, I'm the same way. You just have to plug away at stuff, right? Yeah, take definitely takes lots of work. Yeah, my my wife has the habit of getting up in the morning, doing the devotional, like reading the Bible. Like she's got it dialed in to a T, and it makes me feel guilty for not being that way. And I'm like getting it in between workouts or I'm getting it in between, you know, changing a diaper or being a dad, you know, and, um, and I'm not giving myself that full 30 minutes or whatever she has set for the day. Um, but I know I need to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and for the people listening, like, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like the bar is set so high that like, if you don't have time for this, you can't do this. I mean, what's the point? Um, because, Lord knows I was, I was at a point where I, I didn't really know what to do. You know, I, again, my relationship with God was a lot of screaming, um, a lot of, why did you do this? Uh, but it's little steps at a time, right? It's, it's little steps at a time. Maybe, maybe you take some time out and just pray 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Sometimes my prayers are just, thank you. And I just stop and breathe and just say, thanks. Wow. You know, when I see my kids playing, like my, my, my past would tell you that the likelihood and the statistical likelihood of me having the life I have right now was very, very slim, slim at best. And, um, you know, when I see my kids just laughing, you know, sometimes I just, wow, thanks God. Thank you. 
And that's prayer. Yeah. You know, you can just start with just those little, these little moments of gratitude. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, the, 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 the meditation portion of it, the, the listening portion of that, um, how, Chase, for you, like, when do you know that God is talking to you? Um, I think that's a hard question for everybody. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like what, what, you know, the message am I receiving right now? Or is it like the God or is it the devil on the other side, you well, know, and, you know, in a dark side, but, um, I think, you know, uh, Sean said something the other day about just, uh, you know, following whenever you ask God for certain questions, whatever path you find the most peace with, you know, and you feel peace in that decision, then you kind of go with it. Um, I've been trying to focus on that and, um, I do feel like God talks to me the most, like when I'm out, like in the wilderness or, you know, not distracted by other things. And, um, so I find that, that I get spoken to, like when I got that feeling in my stomach, they're like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, like, like an overwhelming amount of confidence mm-hmm. over, like just pounds on me. And I'm a dude that like, I, I second guess everything about myself. I second guess literally everything. I'm sure of almost nothing. <laughs> and when I get those moments of, yeah, that's it. That's it. I know that's the Holy Spirit. Sure. I know it is. You know, we're, we're when, when I have an answer, it be yes or no. Um, and I feel very good about it. I know that's, that's the direction that God yeah. wants me to go. Um, and I think a lot of times with that too, like, Sometimes you don't know the answer right then, but like two years later, you look back and you say like, oh my God, now I have kids and mm-hmm. look at this amazing thing I have and where did this come from? Right. You know, and you are grateful that God took you out of that situation you were in to be in this situation. Right. You know. And and bad situations happen as Jesus people. You know, I mean, bad situations, I, I tend to a- avoid like, well, I don't want to say avoid, like I'm, like I'm steering clear of them, but they don't seem to hit frequently as hard as, as, as they once did in my, in my journey. Um, but how I react to them has changed differently, right? Things in life still happen. They still happen to, for me, they still happen for you. Um, they happen to, for, for, and everyone I know that I respect um, and respect on this journey. Um, it, but it's how we react, Right. And that's really the the test for myself on what's the point of the what's the point of what's the point of this like what's the point of of this life right is it is it this monotonous day to day we're gonna do it for maybe ninety years if we're lucky um, and then that's it yeah what's the point and for me the point is getting a little bit better right reacting a little bit better treating people a little bit better um, as I go. And that's yeah. the, the lessons I get, the, the circumstances I, 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 I get myself into, and that's the best way to say I, I get myself into, um, are when I'm trying to play God in some form or fashion, right? So the meditation portion of it, clearing my head saying, hey, show me your will for me. Give me the power to execute on it. Um, and then when I get that overwhelming gut feeling, uh, I go I, for it. I, I go for it. Yeah, I yeah. go for it. And that's worked for me for... Um, for a good amount of days now. And when I say work for me, um, I have peace. I have sanity and joy. And I, 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 I think you could, you could vouch that those are things that as, as men, um, I've always looked for. 
right? Yeah. And I have it now. So do a little bit more today than I did yesterday, and the results remain the same. You know, if I do a little bit more, I'm going to get a little bit more. Sure. Right? The, yeah. the, the results don't vary when you live biblically. Here's the second way to build your life on God's word is I have to assimilate its truths. Assimilation means working something into every area. And so I have to work the Bible into every area. I have to work God's word into every nook and cranny, decision, idea, area of my life, into the direction of my life, into my attitude, my aspirations, my responses, my relationships, my future, my finances. This can't just be a Sunday thing. This thing has to permeate every area of your life. Well, that's, that's awesome. Like my favorite part of that, of that was it just, it can't just be a Sunday thing, right? If I'm, if I'm just, if, if my feeding only happens on Sunday for one hour, uh, I'm going to be starved for the rest of the week. It's going to be a long week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For Sundays for me. Um, and let me know if this is the same for you. Um, I don't really like necessarily come on Sundays to like get the vast majority of my uh, caloric intake. Um, Sundays for me are a party. They're, they're really, I get to, I get to get into a room with literally my closest friends and worship our King. And for me, Sundays are like, I get to check in with everyone. I get to see everyone that I love. And, uh, and that's it for me. Sundays are like Sundays, just like it's a check-in point, man. It's not like a. It's not like. And I'm not gonna say like always. Sometimes I sometimes I build right, but but Sunday for me, man, it's not like building. It's like just checking in. Yeah, I love that because I love coming in here and now that we're back in the building and getting to see people and um, serving on the or volunteering for the church has been different because it removes, removes you, as you know, it removes you from sitting in the chair, listening to Sean or one of the other pastors speak about the message for that weekend. Um, but you're still there getting the same, you know, Jesus culture with everybody else. Um, and I like on a Sundays cannot be your only thing for sure. Right, for like sure. I'm, I'm doing podcasts. I mean, I'm listening to worship music 24 seven on the way here. I was listening to songs to get me pumped up to talk to you. So <laughs> what were they? So you're welcome. <laughs> Gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I had a sick playlist, man. Yeah. Sick playlist on the way here. <laughs> yeah. Getting pumped up. Um, so and I, I go back to some other sermons and I listen through throughout the week, uh, or I'm, you know, li- reading, uh, um, Christian books, um, you know, that are on my list and I'm constantly getting that stuff in my life and trying to work in every area of my life. And, um, it makes everything better when you do that, you know, um, just like Sean was saying. So one of the things I wanted to say though, is like we, um, um, during the pandemic, we, uh, started a pocket church and we had like 20, we started off with two people. And then it ended up turning into another couple came and then ended up to like 15 to 20 people every weekend in our house. And, you know, at first I was like really frustrated that we weren't in church and we weren't sitting around listening to Sean or someone else talk. And, um, but 
as the weekends went on and became this amazing, like two, three hour experience. And our, our pocket church was the food church. You know, we had like the best breakfast you could possibly think of. That's very true. I was there one week. I think people were trying to get in just for the food. Yeah. Well, I got in, uh, I, I, I took some footage, right? So yeah. we, um, as, as a staff, we heard that we had something special was going on at the Fords. And so Sean and Sonny were like, you're going to come with us one Sunday. You just get, get footage, right? And so if you see the the what is a pocket uh, promo ad, um, your pocket's in it, yeah. right? And yeah, it was that was a glorious spread yeah. of, of food that you, that was. That's that was awesome. Not an understatement. We do miss it. <laughs> yeah. We, we, I also did have a pocket. Um, we, we, we were starting it like, we started it like, I don't, right from the beginning, like me and uh, Pastor Dallas are, are really, yeah. really good friends. And, um, and he's like, well, you know, you and you and your wife Jenna should. I, I'll just call her Jenna because he didn't say your wife Jenna because yeah. he also knows you. <laughs> you and Jenna should come over, bring the kids, and we'll just like watch church, right? Um, and at that point in time, it, it's scary. Then, like, there was that you didn't really know what was going to go on, right? What was happening? Like, you go to the grocery store and the the shelves were like empty. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I I wasn't like a firm believer that like that this was this was it. Um, but I always say like, I don't have to be like, uh, like a, like crazy in that regards, but if enough people are, <laughs> then you have to like, be like, well, if everyone else thinks it, I, I should grab some toilet paper, right? Yeah. <laughs> if everyone thinks of this, I need to go I grab this. That. Right. Um, so yeah, I remember that time and our, we had a pocket too. And at the end of it, we had, I think we were like 35 people that were awesome. showing up and I love hearing those, those pocket stories. I do because, because I was part of one. Yeah. Right. And, and the amount that my faith grew um, this isn't a plug for a pocket necessarily. Uh, it's more of a plug for like, dude, just f- find some people, right? Find some people you can bounce some ideas off mm-hmm. of. Find some people that you you can learn from. And truly, if you're not like open to learn, you, you're cutting yourself off the legs, right? So find some people yeah. that you can ch- live life with. Yeah. Uh, uh, talk talk about questions you have in the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe answer some questions other people have about theirs because I, there's a, the, the word is the word and the word doesn't change. Right. But how you interpret it, that, that there's some openness there. Right. Like some stories I had in the, I've read in the Bible as, as a new believer mean completely different things to me in my life today. Um, just from living life. Right. The, the Bible's so it's really so, uh, amazing. Right, it's one of those. It's a book, and I, I can't really think of any other book that every single sentence of this gigantic book means something, and you can dissect these sentences and, and there's stories about these sentences, the exact words and why they're in the place they are. What word particularly? It's uh, you can't. I don't think there's another book that exists that every sentence means something, and every sentence can inf- like. It, it can be translated into your life differently on where you are in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why you just need to apply it to every area. Right. Like (laughs) you can't just burn through the Bible and read it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to like read every sentence, meditate on it, pray on it and figure out how you can put it into your life. And, and how you put it in your life might change. Yeah. Right. Like in the situation you're in, in the situation you're in, in the, in the stage of life you're in. Yeah. um, There are some verses I go to, um, and, and I, I have like, I have my go-to verses, but then I also like reading like the three paragraphs that lead up to it. And then it puts a whole new perspective on, on 
on the verse. Like, like last week's show was talking about uh, the letter to Corinthians, right? And it's deemed like, you know, it's the wedding scriptures, right? Yep. The love, the love. But like Paul wasn't writing that to be, he wasn't like saying, okay, I'm writing this letter and I, it's going to be used at weddings, this is the only, yeah. no, that's not it. But as a culture, we've like adopted, adopted it yeah. as that. And that's like the entire Bible is like that. You know, you can adopt these things in so many aspects of your life. You can read God's word or you can let God's word read you. How do you do that? You submit yourself to it. You surrender yourself to it. So that when you read it and it says something, you have got to acknowledge the fact that you don't know everything, but it does. And there are gonna be times, I promise, where you don't agree with them. Like you're gonna read the Bible and go, hmm, I don't know about all that. But here's the deal. If you get to a place where you come into a disagreement with scripture, well, Scripture's never wrong. Scripture is never changing. So the question is, are you? Are you wrong and are you changing? Because you know there is an English word for when you come into disagreement with Scripture and you refuse to change. It is sin. That's a mic drop, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I've listened to this sermon a couple times and... I love that because I feel like reading the Bible, like we were just talking about, you know, each verse means something. It's very convicting to read the Bible. It's not like you like when you read it, you're like, wow, I'm doing this wrong or wow, I'm trying to avoid this in my life because it says this in the Bible and I should be doing, you know, this path, but I'm going this way, you know, and we try to shape it to how we want our lives to go. You know, it's very, very convicting yeah, um, it, from from what Pastor said and what you just said, it reminds me of uh, there are a lot of people in this world that will take the one line and twist it. I don't want to say twist. Yeah, I do want to say twist it. Will twist it to uh, to suit their their wants and needs, right? Um, and they're missing it. They're missing the point, right? They're missing they're missing the whole thing. The when you manipulate these words so it fits into your circumstance, not 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 what circumstance it was written for initially, but so it fits into your uh, agenda and prerogative, I I'm I, I'm sad. I, I I I really feel a sense of sadness for people that do that. And if I think if you spend any amount of time on any social media, the the world is packed full of people like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're looking at some of the hot topics and they're, you know, bending it to the way that they think they need to live their life. And they're totally avoiding the, um, the way Jesus intended us to live our lives and the way the Bible says, you know? Yeah. So touch on that, touch on that. I, that's the last song clip I got. So, <laughs> so touch, touch on that. Like what's, what's the take home? from, from, from this podcast, you know, the, the sermon series was, Hey, you should get more of the word here. You gotta, yeah. the pa pastor finished this, uh, the sermon with uh, an analogy of how a, a cow 
um, regurgitates its food over the course <laughs> of a day. Yeah. Right? It, don't, it eats once, but it takes the that nutrients. That was very visualizing. Yeah. You're like, yeah, everyone in the room was like, <laughs> okay. okay, I've, to- I've <laughs> totally saw a cow do that. Right. I've seen them move there. So what a cow does, if, if you weren't here, um, it, it eats its food, swallows it. And then like, as if it didn't get its nutritional value, um, which I guess it didn't, it regurgitates and keeps chewing on it to keep getting the nutrients from essentially hay and grass. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not a farmer, but right. Yes. And it does this over the course of a day. Um, just what, what, what was the, what was the word chud? Um, I don't remember the word. Yeah. So the, I just remember it was chewing it up, vomiting it up, <laughs> chewing it back up. Well, and then swallowing it again. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, so pastor's analogy was, uh, you got to utilize that mentality for, for scripture. Um, yeah. And I, well, I think all the, all of the, the key points of the podcast that we talked about were like, you know, reading the Bible every day, listening to worship music, applying all of those things into your life. Um, on a daily basis, just not on a one day deal, you know? Um, and for me personally, like I said, in one of my responses is like, those are the times when, when I'm not doing those things every day, that's when I know things are going a different direction. Oh. I need to get back to it, you know? So those are your red flags. Like those for sure. So when, when, what are you like, when you say, when you have like red flags, when, when I'm not doing that, um, what's your first, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you, what's your first symptom? Um, well, I know I'm having a, um, like I would say a bad mood day, um, when I'm not feeling joy and in my life, um, you know, I think about, okay, what type of music am I listening to? Sure. You know, am I putting on the worship music? And then I'm like, Hey, you know what? For the past two weeks, I've not been listening to that, you know, or I've not been taking the time to sit down and, you know, watch an extra sermon throughout the week or, you know, what books am I reading that are really feeding into my soul, you know, and they're all not Jesus stuff, you know? Um, and that's, those are the things that I need to be, to ha- to be happier and, uh, to deal with all the stuff that I've been through. So. And as, a, I mean, I'll, I'll be strive. I've suffered with depression my entire, uh, my entire life. Um, there have been moments where I, I've had pure joy. And those always correlate with how close I am to God. Um, but for like a dude like me, like I need to put in a lot of wrench work. You know, I know some people might be listening to like, oh, you got two people. They're like, yeah, life, <laughs> life's really good for them. Like, well, how do they don't know my, they don't know what I'm going through. And, yeah. and I don't, um, I know I've, I've been, I've been in hell. I, 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 I've, I've seen a form of living hell and, uh, and so like, don't, don't like take what we're saying and, and be like, well, that, that couldn't possibly work for me because it can, mm-hmm. um, it's not, it's not, it's not the easiest. Yeah. Um, and, and it takes work sometimes. Some people get it really easy and that's awesome for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I didn't get it easy. That I, definitely doesn't come easy for me. I have to work at it, bro. Yeah. Like, like Chase here, bro runs like marathons. Right, I run like one mile, right? <laughs> but that's it. Like sometimes you gotta you gotta run a marathon with this stuff, man. Yeah. Sometimes like that's Chase's workout, yep. right? Chase laughs at my workout, legit laughs at my workout. But that's 
but man, I feel, I feel I, my body's worked after that. Um, this is the same thing, you know, for a person like me, I have to put time in. I have to, I have to, I have to be intentional with my time with God. I, I do have to watch, uh, the stuff that I'm, I'm filling my surroundings with. Right. Um, and some people don't, and some people find joy and don't have to put in that much work and God bless them. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I, do I envy it sometimes, but you know what? I, I also like chasing after God. Right. Yeah. And then it was as a guy, well, you don't have to chase after him, but I like it. I like, I like having God know that I'm running towards him. Yeah. You're putting in the work. I'm putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And when the work, when, when you do the work, it works. It, it just works. The, it's a, this, my life is an advertisement for just sanity, just happiness and peace. And, you know, I, it's a daily, it's a thing I have to work at daily. It doesn't, it's not just, it's not just handed to me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I mean, and, you know, currently in my life, um, I have been struggling a lot with like depression and stuff. And I think a lot of it is like pandemic stuff, but um, for whatever reason, like in the past months, my uh, PTSD stuff, I've been on the military for like 10 years and all of a sudden one night it just woke up and it was just like, it hit me right in the face and my joy has been robbed. Um, and I've been like all the stuff that we've talked about, like I've been really, really trying to apply every bit of this to my life and I need it. Like I got to drive in the car to it. I got to wake up and listen to it. I got to, you know, in between coaching sessions at the gym, I got to put positivity into my life and, you know, second guessing everything I'm doing. And I don't know why, you know, and, um, and just, I've been like in really, really dark spots, but I mean, I need this stuff, you know, and that's why I really resonated with this sermon because it's like, you know, some people are like, eh, life is great. Everything's good. You know? And then it's not for some people, Yeah, you know, and it can turn on you tomorrow. You and know? I, I, and like, I love what you just said. Cause like, again, Chase is a, is a dude that, um, that I look at and I admire. He's, he's, he's like a good dude, right? Like you say, there's good dudes out there. That's Chase Ford. Um, but even like, as he said, like, gosh, I've, I've gone through some stretches here and, and I, myself too, I, 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 I often go through stretches of like that. And, uh, it doesn't mean you're failing, right? It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean you're like not a good Jesus person. It doesn't mean that you're a bad Christian or a bad dad or a bad friend or a bad, that, that, that that's not what that means. Right. And I want like people listening. That's the, cause you're in this minute. It, it doesn't make you a bad person, right? How you react, that will make you a bad person. Sure. Right. How you, if you react poorly, if you react with vengeance and anger and, and you, you do all, you, you do all of the bad stuff, right? That, that's what makes you a bad person. But Chase, you're not a bad dude. Um, but that's, that's life. Yeah. Right? We all, we all have, that's life. And some of us have it a little tougher. Some of us, some of us don't have to work that hard at it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't know if I would if I would be sprinting towards God so much if it was easy for 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 me. Like if life was easy, 
I don't know what my motivation would be, right? What, like, what would your motivation be? Yeah. And I, that's why, that's why I said a couple times, like, I feel like when things are going so great, well, I don't need the daily devotional. I don't need all that stuff. I don't, you know, need to listen to the extra sermon. I just turn it off. Yeah. And then it just slowly trickles, you know, and it's like, that's the stuff you need in your life. Yeah. Like, you know, we serve a loving God. We serve a God that wants to be around you, that wants you in, in his life. Um, and we got to remember that, like, there are people that blame God, that lose faith, but that's not, that's not, because of your current circumstance, that doesn't define God, right? God for me is defined in those moments of gratitude. Yeah. Those moments of pure miracle. Yeah. There's no reason today why, why, why a person with my background is sober. You know, there's, it makes no sense. Yeah. But God, right? Yeah, and I love that. I love that too, man. I love that too. So thanks for, bro, thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, and thank you for listening uh, to, to this episode of Chew on That. Um, if you enjoyed uh, this episode and think someone, like you think maybe someone you know could benefit from the topics that me and Chase discussed today, uh, share the link. Share the link to the podcast on, on, on your social media platforms. Tell people about it. Um, I know that uh, as a staff, we'd also love if you would uh, rate and review this podcast. So really, so more and more people can just be exposed to, to this podcast, the other podcasts that Life Church produces, and ultimately the life-giving message of Jesus. Um, my name is Keith, and uh, I, can't, I can't wait for, for next episode. Chase, um, tell, tell people how they can get a hold of you and, and your gym. Yeah, so we're uh, CrossFit One Shot in Howard, Wisconsin. Uh, if you're in the local area, you go to church here, come on, stop in by. Uh, we're definitely different. Um, obviously, like we talked about our pocket a little bit, but that's where we got all our pocket people from. And we're more than a gym. We're here to help people with their lives. I love it, brother. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Oh. Oh.